number, you know. Sure. Like, we, we not having that. We want to build a community, you know, forever. So, you know, kids when we win. Are we back? Deron, you messing up our show, bro. I'm sorry, man. How you doing? Sit down or not, man. You ain't never like going to relax. This guy, man. Are we back? Right, we not. Oh, messing it up. Are we back? M University, episode... Now we on the right one. We finally got it right. 48. We is messing up your boy, uh, number. Um, we said the... Who the I forgot his name now. Dow Johnson, right? Yeah, we said his number was like 45 or something. Yeah. People hitting me up on... Come, come, people coming on the street like, yo, you can't mess up Moose Johnson's number. Uh, I said, bro, I don't care, bro. But episode 48, um, Wayne, how's your week going? Everything good, looking good. Let's get that out of the way real quick. Alright, Deron, have a good day. See you oh, later. Sure. Have a good show. Alright, alright, brother. Um, let's get that out of the way quick because um again we got an announcement for y'all. Camden Elite is finally back um after a two-year hiatus um in affiliation with A1 basketball. Um we 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 feel like we about to bring something that's just not around at all in the AAU circuit and the and, and the travel team circuit and basketball in general as a whole as a community we feel like we about to bring something that's not around and it's much needed right so um if anybody had any questions concerns and things like that we just wanted to rap uh, about it and why we here why we doing it and just get into it all right so, so for the third time Alan Pritchard what's up man what's up brother I'm chilling Huh? I'm chilling. You looking good? Yeah, I appreciate you. Got a lot on your plate. A lot, right? Yeah. But Shaking and baking. Yeah, it's worth it. It's worth it, though. Mm -hmm. So, um, let's start with this. So, uh, for anybody that needs to know, tryout dates is uh, 9-11 and 9-12. That's Saturday and Sunday from 12 to 2. We're doing 5th to 8th uh, for this session, and we'll get into high school in March. All right, we'll tell y'all why we start with 5th to 8th in, in a second. But let's start from this. So, um, why do we start this? Why, why do we start this? And you guys jump in whenever you feel necessary. Um, me personally, y'all, anybody that sees the platform, you know how I feel about AAU basketball as a whole. I think it sucks. I think uh, kids are getting raped <coughs> left and right, you know, financially, uh, as far as development, on and off the court. I feel like um, it's just not a lot of teaching going on overall, right? And I always felt like that had to change from my perspective. We, we just talked about this off air and it seemed like every time we get in rooms talking about basketball, we talk about the same thing. We, no, nobody taught us anything, in, any, anything. Nobody taught us anything. And we talking about 15. I'm not going to say nobody taught us anything. I'm not saying Well, speak for yourself. Say, say nobody taught you. Say, say, say. There's certain, certain key components to the game that I, I, I wish I had the privilege of learning in the early stages of my basketball career. And you also grew up. And in various places yeah, as well. Yeah, yeah. City of Camden, Haddonfield, and uh, Woodbury. There you go. I personally didn't learn a thing until I went to college. I say that all the time, right? But the problem is 15, 20 years later, it's still happening. And people are paying skyrocket prices to join AAU programs and to join travel league programs and are still not learning. Major issue with me. Major issue with me. So that's where I'm at with it overall, why I wanted to start this. Um, you speak 
mm-hmm. on it from your end, and we'll go from there. Well, I, I just feel like um, from being around the game at this at this point in, in the positions that I'm in, that there are some quality programs that's out there. I think we need more of them, mm-hmm. right? Where, where you have those quality programs that are doing exactly what we feel the game needs to really teach these players how to be prepared to get into high school, college, and if they have the potential and opportunity to play past their collegiate career, mm-hmm. that they went through the proper journey to do so. Right, so I feel like what we're looking to do right now is, is going to be something extremely pivotal to a lot of these young athletes' careers starting from the grades of fifth all the way through eighth. Right, and I feel like we want to grab them early because once you get to a certain age, it's hard to break those bad habits. And that's me speaking from not only a player development coach, but just from a coach that coached at the collegiate level and worked within the NBA already. You, you see guys who missed and skipped so many steps based off of talent and who don't have to process the information on one, either how to play the right way or use fundamentals to be successful, right? So for me, I would like to at least prepare these kids at an early age to have that foundation to be able to, you know, go go to the heights of where their true potential may lie. What would you like to be part of this as a I wish I could rewind back in time. You know what I mean? You know what I mean? I'll definitely I'll prove his message. <laughs> All right, so um, let's talk. Let's talk about what we're offering. Let's talk about what we're gonna offer. Kind of offers we run. Like, there you doing? go. What we doing? No, I don't know. I'm a uh, coming from Bonzo. Coming in. Okay. Coming from Bonzo, eighth grade summer. I don't know what high school I want to go to. I mean, I'm 12, about to be 13 in December. But it's the summer, right? Or it's fall. It's gonna be. It's gonna be a mixture of all that. I'm gonna give you my right talent. Take my talent to Kansas League. Huh? Huh? How often you want to coach? See, but that's the I'm that dude though. Like, you I'm that cocky. dude. I got ego, big ego. You you got a big ego. Big ego. And so we ain't skipping the offense first. Right. If you got a big ego, yeah. you gotta have a sit down okay. before we even touch a basketball. That's great. That's a great question. Both of y'all. My dad, when he's small senior, he lies. With his parent or his dad? I mean, with his parent or or himself? Do we need to have a sit down first? That's what he said. Yeah, you gotta have you got you gotta have that question. You gotta have that conversation with both the parent and um, the the player because from my personal experience, every coach has an expectation and a standard for that kid coming into their program, regardless of the parent. Right, no matter what level it is, everybody has some form of an expectation. Now, for me as a coach, our standard is our standard. You can't rewrite that, right? But every kid experience is going to be different. However, that core value of what that experience is has to be the same across the board. And if you go, if you do anything that's going to, going against that, you're not meant for this program, okay. right? So guess what? Guess what we're teaching right now. That's the early phase of recruitment. Mm-hmm. When you recruit a kid, no matter how good you are, if you don't fit the program, you don't fit the style and the culture. We don't want you. We talk to college coaches every day, every day. And most of the times, when you're trying to sell a kid or attempt to get a kid recruited, first thing they say. What is their characteristics like? So what kind of family do they come from? Mm. And if they don't meet the expectations, they don't care about how talented they are because they don't want to have to fight an uphill battle just because they want to talent the kid on the roster. They look right over you. That's how simple it is. The See now, 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 because that's I want. I want to get back to that question first because you, 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 twelve years old. You can't be a bad kid at twelve years old. It's, <laughs> it's, not, it's not a kid. It's a parent. Right. right? It's impossible. Yeah. You got to ingrain something in you early. So it's, it, yeah, it's, it's about you, but it's more so about the parent. And if the parent don't agree 
with the non-negotiables that we have, we're fine with that. We're, we're fine with that. If Wayne Small Jr. don't want to play defense, we're fine with that. You got to find another program, though. Damn. Can't play. You, you, can, you got. Cannot not play defense. Because this, this is the thing, right? Everything that we're going to teach is, is championship level type of things. Things that when you play the, the Chauncey Billups Detroit Pistons, you'll be successful. Hmm. Not when you play the Sacramento Kings with Derrick Darian Fox. Or something like that. Charlie Darren Fox is nasty. Yeah, it ain't no knock against you, but you know it's the Kings. You could you could you could do anything you want. You could do all the isolation basketball and still be successful. We want to talk about the the, the long road, right? We really want you to maximize your potential. Okay. If Wayne Smalls at six foot, one hundred and sixty five pounds, don't want to play defense here, we can allow it. Mm -hmm. But then you're gonna get ate up when you play that six three, two hundred and twenty pound, you know, freight train coming at you. But you're not thinking about that at this time, and you're not supposed to because you're 12, right? That's what we didn't learn growing up. Damn. I think I think the biggest thing um, too, what people don't realize, what, what people don't realize is that basketball, every player is put in a box, regardless your box is small, medium, or big, right? So parents and kids need to get exposed to that box early, because depending on who you are and what your team, your team makeup is. You gotta be able to perform still within that box. Mm -hmm. If you have the free range to be able to go a little bit wider, then your your talent is gonna speak for that and your IQ, et cetera, et cetera, is gonna allow you to do so. But everybody's in the box, even at the pro level, the NBA level, you have guys that are playing within the box. You got if you're college. smart, you wanna be in a box. Yeah. You if you're smart, much, yeah. you wanna be in a box. It's easy to identify what your role can be for my team and program right away. Right away. And guess what's the best thing to be able to be in a box is to make sure you have saying I can do X, Y, and Z. Now, whatever you specialize in, that's what you'll specialize in, but you shouldn't be able to not be able to do anything. Or just do one thing really, really good. So what you doing with the 12 year old that coming in? As far as what? His dad don't want him to get out the game. Well, that, that ain't up to him. You play that's, that's, not, that's, that's not up to him. Why? Yeah. Get, get some runs in. And I paid, the, the daddy I, I, paid, I paid 285. You, you pay, you pay, no, it's not, don't, no, we gotta edit that out. It's not that no more. <laughs> Prices went up. Um, why do you want to play the whole game? Like, what's your mentality by that? To showcase the sun? To to get 36 points? I need to know the mentality. Right, so, why? So, right. so, all right, I'm glad you said that, yes. right? The greatest scorers, basketball players, play at an efficient level. Definitely. By saying my kid is playing 30 minutes, 40 minutes, et cetera, et cetera, are you helping their efficiency or are you just giving them free rope to go do whatever they want? That's not a good basketball player. You can't be efficient with playing 20 to 25 minutes, which most college teams, high school teams, that's, you know, depending on where you at, that's what you get. If you can't perform within that time frame, how good are you really? So my job is to encourage parents and players to want to be efficient. If you get five minutes, seven minutes, you better go out and give it your all and make sure you are more of a plus instead of a minus to when you get in the game. When you get the, you, you get kids and they get to college, don't understand the plus minus system. Why is that? Because they come from high school programs where they're able to play 35, 40 minutes, have 30 something points, but might got eight turnovers, six drop passes, beat on defense seven times. Right, all of those plus minuses matter in the game. But people are not seeing that. They just see how long they play, and how many points they put. That. That's what plus minus is. Yeah, drop passes. And yeah, that's a plus that. minus. Oh, it's the effect you have while you're in the game. 
So if you drop a pass, no, no, no. Let me, let me, let me hold on. That's what it should be, and that's what should be being taught at an earlier age, because high level teams and high level coaches and, and the whole conglomerate of it is teaching that way. Now, now again, because they're kids, it can't be full throttle that way. Because right. you still gotta allow them to have fun and experience being able to play through mistakes. Right. But at the same time, there's gonna be a lot of conversations that expose those moments where you had a plus minus situation. Right, I'm not saying, okay, you got too many minuses, so you want to sit on a bench. But we're going to teach you through that, like, hey, this is what you're doing. This is how you can correct it. Because if you continue to do this at that next level, that string gets shrinking a little bit. You know what I'm saying? Right. And just getting into, and we could, we could get into the offense and defensive side of things. I, I, I don't think, I think kids are a lot smarter than we give them credit for. Right? I, I think that... Um, Again, mentally, we get put into a box, and we mm -hmm. think that our our learning got to be structured this type of way, mm -hmm. A, B, C, and D. But that's not the reality, right? Kids, kids' brain can flourish in so many various different ways. We just got to give them the information so they can structure it. So, like you talked about offensive, defensive concepts, I want I would blow my head out if if I see another team in sixth, fifth, seventh grade playing zone defense. I'm. I, under, I know, I know, too. I, I so, doubt it, bro. So, I, I doubt it. So, when it comes to zone, when it comes to zones, right? I have a, I have a, a weird relationship with zone and man defense, right? Because for me, coaching and breaking the game down, when you play a man defense, if you play it really the right way, it's a zone, it's a zone right? So the the easiest way to teach how to play man is to expose a zone and know your slides and know the areas that you're guard. I'm not saying it should be guard me zone heavy. The whole game, but if you can take those formulas from okay, when you're in this area, these are the angles that you're guarding your man and playing man. This is where you should be helping because even if the ball is on on opposite side, you still should be two passes away, right? But it's the same thing in the zone. However, I think what the zone does is it keeps kids in one particular area and it doesn't allow you to get the continuity of moving lazy, right. Bro. So now we're we're creating habits to take plays off on defense. I think anybody who played to play basketball at a high level. Knows the perfect time to take a play off. You shouldn't take no plays off, but when do you really take plays off in the game, bro? Not on defense. You take them off on offense. You can't. You can't afford to take a play off on defense. So how, how? What is the the rhythm that we're creating for these kids where we let them sit in the zone the whole time? Not the whole game. You got to mix it up a little bit. So I think you should get the get a. I would say 70-30. 70-30. 70 Seventy man, yeah. man, thirty percent zone. Because it's it's, yeah. it's it's the mentality purpose right. of it. Like it's the, it's the laziness part. But think about the man and man part. Yeah. How lonely y'all y'all both guards. Yeah. How lonely is it out there at that three point or half court line defending somebody? No, it, if you, you never. What you mean lonely though? Because that 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 excuse me, that, that, that shit's a lot of work. Defensively, if you play a zone the right way, that shit's a lot of work. No, 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 no. But I'm talking about. You ain't, you ain't got nobody close to you to help you. Are you talking about extended, like a half court? I'm, I'm talking about I'm talking about a pressure to man to man. You as a guard oh, pressure. Oh, yeah, the I, ball. Hate, I hate being on the island. That's, so. that's what I mean. I you ain't got that. nobody close to you to help you at all. My, my, my job is just to make you turn three, four times and then yeah. get the ball about you. But if you never did that, yeah. man, you might poop your pants yeah, yeah. trying to do that to somebody. Yeah. Yeah, what guard a person in open court? Yeah, so you need to introduce that early. Yeah, yeah. You but, know when people don't. But I, I think I think what it is when people don't, honestly, respectfully, it's no shot at anybody out there I was coaching. I think what people don't teach is how to actually do that. Not more so put them in position. They don't know how. Not, I, no, yeah. I, I'll say it. I'll say it. I'll say it. 
majority of people, majority of coaches don't know how to teach man to man basketball. I'm learning that at the high at the high school level, it's a lot of coaches that don't know how to teach man to man basketball. They'll say, um, "You just gotta play hard." And that's it. You know, you know what the, you know what I you know what I hate as a coach from coaching. Um, it's the worst, I guess, uh, formula or uh, blueprint to use to teach defense. I hate the shell drill. You hate it. I hate, I, I, I've heard that a lot. I hate. I've heard that a lot. I understand dude. it. Yeah, why? I, I get the concept. And no, I no, I understand it. why people hate it. Why? Why? why because do you it's hate not. It? It's not. It's not. It's not really realistic. Because it's four guys. Because it's four guys there, and then you're you're more so. You know what I'm saying? Like I, what you just said. Far as put a person in the open court. Now you got to guard that. The goal should be make this person turn a certain amount of times. If you can't, that means you need to work harder or take better angles. To me, that's teaching a person how to play defense and guard a person. You dig what I'm saying? Because Shell Drew is doing exactly that. You're attempting to teach a man-to-man how to guard passing lanes, et cetera, et cetera. I get that part of it, but for as you, to, to credit That's what you're saying, component. it's a whole other component. So why are we focusing so much time on a Shell Drew and a team, I think team we do defense? It too much. Yeah, exactly. A team defense concept. I get it, but that ain't really teaching me how to be a man-to-man defender. Yeah. Right? Because yeah. most people say you can't guard an open court, but you can guard in a half-court setting. Why? Because you know you got somebody behind you. So, right. so you're not playing. You're not guarding your man as hard because you know all right, if I give him up, I know he's got to dig here or he's got to be a help right here. You dig what I'm saying? So it's like you really, you you still being lazy. You not no chest bump, angle, angle, and, and make him give up the ball. You right. dig what I'm saying? Right. Like to me, defenses in schools that play that way, they, like, they, they hard to beat, bro. Yeah. Yeah. Hard to beat. And, that, and that's why I appreciate I mean we be going a little past But I, that, that's why I appreciate man to man so much Because if you're a really good man to man defensive team You can't scout that Yeah. You can scout a zone man, You can scout a zone You can't scout that You can't scout man Nah, not, if you're if you really good at it You'd be good at playing man Yeah, you can't scout it Because it's to me it, it is a lot of scenarios as far as switches No switch go under it's a lot of it's a lot of components because you just never know what type of man scheme you're gonna be running that day. Yeah, yeah. that's that's tough. So I mean, we kind of already alluded to this, but let's. What separates us from the masses? Um, I would I would more so say not so much what separates us, but what we're looking to offer is that elite high school potential collegiate structure. Right, you 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 dig what I'm saying? Um, because you, like I said, there's a lot of decent programs out there. However, I feel like there are a lot of things that's being overskipped um, to prepare these kids to get to the next level. So, uh, for me, when I speak for me, I'm looking so much more of the structure to build that culture of what the high level player is supposed to look like and what you should be going through. Mm-hmm. You, you dig what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Not get me a high level player and put them all on one team. And then you figure out how you want them to play amongst each other. Like that, that to me is just a little bit different than saying every kid has an equal amount of uh, ability to be able to perform within these guidelines. Right. And what your potential is, that's what your potential is going to be. Not more so, give me a bunch of good players. I mean, everybody wants a good player, but again, are you really coaching when you got a bunch of talent, or are you really coaching when you got a bunch of players? That are like, man, how the hell is he winning with this this lineup? How is he winning with this team? You dig what I'm saying? son, we're going to be on a team that's going to be a bunch of coaching and be losing to these high power teams that got a bunch of no, juggernauts on one team, or we're going, we're going to get some talent too and we're going, we're going to compete. That's, that's a, no, that, that's, that's a, 
That's a loaded question. Like, because... So what about your son in that, in that whole scenario? What, what part does he play? Right? I want him to play every minute of that game. So let me, let me tap, tap in on what we just asked. Are you saying, are we going to be a bunch of misfits? The no. bad news bears playing against a high level talent and we losing every game, but we quote unquote think we high quality coaches. No, I don't. I don't think that, right? Because I, I, I think, I, I think you want to, you want to have kids deserve to play at a certain, certain level, right? You can't give me a bunch of kids that never played basketball before and say I'm gonna coach them up and we're gonna go compete against talented kids. No, it don't work that way. That's the point of tryouts. Right, you got it's a screening process on what you bring in in this door. So if this kid already looks like they have the ability to be able to continue and have a real basketball career, they're the kids we want. Now I'm not getting into the elite, elite far as oh from right from fifth, sixth grade we know that kid gonna be a pro or we know he's gonna be a high major division one. Not necessarily saying we need that, but we need kids who want to be potential high school basketball players and collegiate basketball players. And I'll say this, no I'll, say, I'll say, say this in rebuttal. Let's say Wayne Small Jr. at the at the best is a decent basketball. player. At the worst, in this program, you'll be competitive. Okay. I can't say that. I can't say that. And I'm just talking about you specifically. Your son, at the worst, you'll be competitive in the game. Because it comes to a point, right, where this is basketball. It Talent is talent, bro. At, at, especially in the, in the AAU and travel team circuit, talent is talent. Mm -hmm. Right? Mm -hmm. And gotta meet a halfway eventually right gotta meet a halfway so at the worst I'll say that to that that that, that player but however um he is gonna be elite talent there because this is the thing about what we doing right we're not sugarcoating anything I, I, I believe the best players want to be coached hard I'm a firm believer in that they want to be coached hard they want to be coached the right way more mature better Nah, I, I think again, like what you said, you the twelve year old, you, you you just learned a certain way. Mm. That ain't your fault. You can still get you out of that. And play basketball the right way. Yeah, you can still you can still get you out of that. You know, but I, I believe the, the best players really want to be coached hard in the right way. So again, I mean, you, you, you can't coach a, a team that's 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 well prepared and, and, and well taught and has fundamentals along with their God given talent. You you can't beat a team like that. Yeah. Because that's, that's, that's the goal. Yeah, preparation, the win actually happens in the practice. Right? That, that's, that's the real win. You know what I'm saying? Um, and me growing up, I played on teams where we were just a talented team. Right? It wasn't necessarily coached by playing the right way. It was just we talented, so we just went wild and beat everybody. Real quick, before I forget, this is really important for Wayne Smalls Jr. and his dad, though having this conversation with this parent and this player, right? You you and your dad have to decide that y'all really want this as well. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Right? Mm -hmm. Like, we're not, we not here to waste time with anybody that don't want to be here. If you want to go be a chemist or something like that, go right on ahead. Don't waste your time doing this because it's a hobby. And that's the part, because, that, that's the, that's the part that, that's missed where mm -hmm. you get AU programs who has a million teams and they're taking kids that they know shouldn't be in the program. Right now, it's just a money grab, right? So you see that a lot. You you get some, oh, let me sign my kid up for AAU. I'm always against that. If I know 
you ain't really that good and you don't need to be playing AAU, you should play with your travel team in your town. Don't because it's a it's an investment. So you gonna you gonna filter that out? What? I do it now. Bro, listen, I'm the type if you train with me and I know this isn't what you really want, I can't take your parents' money no more because this isn't one, you're wasting my time and then two, you're wasting your parents' money. And maybe you, you got another gift out there that you haven't tapped into. So now I'm stealing. I'm stealing and I'm doing you and your family a disservice by milking you that. and stringing you along. I'm not here for that at not all. here for that. And like at he just said, it's a at very all. important word. It's an investment. Yeah. This is an investment yeah. in your future. We're not here to waste nobody's time. Yeah. You know, we all got kids and families and we got other kids. things. Yeah. Got other things going on in life. We don't. We don't have. We don't have time to waste anybody's time, right? So a lot of people don't appreciate the brutal honesty at first, but the ones that do, they do, right. and they thrive. Right. You know. So I mean, and, and that's that's the that's the part of coaching um, that I did enjoy from the coaches I was able to play for growing up, right? Regardless if I felt there were certain things I wish I could have learned earlier, um, but I always played for coaches in my, my middle school career that was brutally honest with me. Rather, they might have been speaking, hey, you X, Y, and Z, you can't do this because of that, right? That's fine, right? But the flip side is that, okay, so teach me where I'm going to be successful at. That was always the missing piece for me, right? I was always told you're too fast, you, you got to slow down, you, you're too little to be doing X, Y, and Z. Okay, well, teach me how to be be great and within what I, what, I, what I can do. You dig what I'm saying? So for right, me, that's right, just a right. personal thing that, that 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 I would love to bring to the table is like every kid has some level of talent within them if you teach them where they can be successful. Right. It's up to you if you want to right. believe that or not. Right. Because I'm not here to hurt you or, or tell you, put a cap on you, but listen, man, if you want to be X, Y, and Z, this is what you're going to have to do to be able to play at a high level. It's the worst thing you can do as yeah. a coach. And, and to me, that's really coaching. Like, you throw five yeah. talented guys out there. I, I, I don't know if you can coach, bro. Like, show, show me what you do with, with, with average quote unquote talent. Well I wouldn't say you don't I wouldn't say that they can't coach because I know I don't I don't know. Well the coach talent is hard too. Coaching talent is a hard thing too. That ain't that ain't just you got a bunch of talented guys so you can sit back and let them play because now you gotta manage egos, you gotta manage play times, you gotta it's not enough ball for everybody to get the touches that they want. That's hard to manage. That ain't that ain't really easy. Uh, right now, Frank, Frank, Frank Vogel, he got a tough job. It's always a tough job. Think so? Yeah, it's a tough job because, I mean, maybe not at that level, but to some extent it is. Because you got to know, bro, like, you literally, you literally have, bro, and I, and I, and I prom, um, I put my hand on, I put my, I put my hand on the Bible, bro. We'll be in, when I was with the Sixers, we would be in, in this, there's a white room, we would sit down, and we would talk about game strategy or season strategy for each individual player. This person has to get this many shots per game. This person should only be taking five to four shots a game, mm-hmm. right? So if you can't do that as a coach and get that player to buy into why you want that to happen, that's the quality of the coach right there. Because you got some players that just go against that. Wait, is that is that is that the philosophy based on how it is, or the coach wanted to do that? The coach, GM, the business behind that, bro. Some people got to take like. We got choices, bro. Yeah. We all got choices, bro. Yeah, yeah. We all got our, our, our quote-unquote norms or, or the way things have to be. But they don't have to be that way. And I'm not just talking about that. I'm just talking about with everything in life. And, again, going back to what we're doing right now, it doesn't have to be this way. A, you can be an amazing thing 
and so let's let's talk about basketball. Basketball can be an amazing product from high to low, right? We don't have to coach it this way. We don't have to cater to that kid right. because he's an all American. We don't have to do that. Yeah, we choose to do it because it's the easy thing to do. You, are you saying coaches who, who, who load up on talent take the easy way out? Or is that what you is that, is that what I deserve? Yes. Yes. Hundred percent. Hundred percent. Because you got seven guys that don't mesh. They don't mesh. It's, it's one basketball. Like they don't they don't mesh. Instead of building a team, a great team, you got seven really talented guys. Because you think that's gonna give you the best chance to win. And makes your job a lot easier. I, I want talent just like everybody else, but I, I ain't scared to coach, bro. Like I, I ain't scared to cro- coach, you know. So it's like these norms that we put in the society. Like you saying this this guy got to get twenty two shots. If you got to get twenty two shots because he's but a that, really efficient but, person, that, that's a, that's an NBA level. No, but it's a great that's example that's though. An NBA level. I, I I think you saying he got to get twenty two. I'm. To correct me if I'm wrong, I'm saying you think he got to get 22 shots because he has to get 22 shots or it's going to be a problem. Not because his 22 shots is going to be so efficient for the organization. I know that happens in the NBA every day. Hey, say that one more time. You, Carmelo Anthony at the Denver Nuggets. Let's, talk, let's say Carmelo Anthony at the Denver Nuggets. Carmelo okay. had to get his 25 shots a game. It was going to be but, a problem. But now you you, you, you you mixing that. That's why I said it was the NBA level. You're mixing that with business, right? He's a franchise. He sells the tickets. If he's not performing at a certain level or to a standard, what do you have? So now let's think about it. Now we're talking about when we talk about young kids, the most talented kids on the team, that box that I first was describing, everybody has a box. Some people's boxes are bigger and smaller than the next. Everybody has a role. Now it's about making kids believe into what their role is. And now, as a GM, coach, whatever, you want to surround. What you think about what we talking about? I always want my son to play every minute of that game. Sky, man. Hey, y'all, so, you all and all that But in that game, don't take him up. So you want it both ways. Uh, that's what you. That's what you're telling me. You want it both ways. I just want us to compete. But you said competitive. I like that. You said at, at the worst, it's going to be competitive. So I do like you that. want you? You want your son? Do you want your son to be tall? Yes. A hundred percent. You care about that more than, than 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 because you keep saying you want him to play the whole no, game. I want him to play the you, keep, you keep saying that. You got to talk. Told me why. That's it's a good a idea. Good yeah, it's a good experience. And plus, we ain't got nobody that can better do man's position. You you you, you, know, you want to know what I what I what that sounds like to me if a parent was to really you know what I'm saying say that to me outside of this is a scenario. Well, no, this is what I'm saying. So you see some parents who still hold on to their own careers. For X, Y, and Z, whatever reasons, that's that's not good. That's not that's not healthy either. You dig what I'm saying? Because now it becomes more pressure for that kid, and then too, nobody's ever going to meet your standards for what you want because it's not realistic. One person shouldn't play 40 minutes a game if you play the right. Because if you play the right way, you shouldn't have to play that much. If you play, if you playing for this program, you 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 sh- no. No, oh, come on, bro. No. And what's his plus minus? Right. Defending the basketball. No, no, we do gotta go there because if you're playing as hard as you're gonna play for this program, you're not gonna want to play for you. Yeah, you're not gonna want to. If you're 
That's why I said if you play the right way, if you play the right way, there's no way you should be able to play. You shouldn't be able to play 40, 30 minutes and still be efficient. Right. We pressing us up? It's just the whole thing, bro. Like it's the whole totality. I mean, you, you played you played in college. The, the energy of how you supposed to run an offense, how hard you supposed to cut, how fast you supposed to cut, how you know what I'm saying. All of that goes into a game. I'm sorry, bro. I, I used to hate when I was in JUCO playing thirty something minutes a game, bro. Mm-hmm. I was good with a good twenty eight. We let the we let the end jack in um minutes. minutes that one year, like thirty seven and thirty eight minutes a game. Yeah, that's crazy. Bro. That wasn't fun. It's too much work. It's too much work. Plus, it fun. It's too much work. Sharks, shots start falling short and things like that in the fourth quarter. Like, nobody want to do that. Um, so, again, y'all got the dates. Uh, again, September 11th, September 12th, um, 5th and 6th on the 11th, 7th and 8th on the 12th. We are doing girls as well. Um, so, just inquire about that. Um, but, again, man, we're just trying to change the narrative and bring just quality basketball back, you know, at a younger age. Again, things that AP had half of his life, we had none of our life growing up, we right? Mean, what I had in my life. You, about you said you got taught a little bit. Um, well, it wasn't, it wasn't even, alright, I got taught to play a different way, is what, I, is what I should say, right? So, and what I mean by that is... At least you got taught something. Well, I'm not going to say I ain't got taught nothing, but... The different way was when I went to another neighborhood that was a lot different than where we are from here. The style of basketball is different. And honestly, that opened my, my mind up to be a smarter basketball player. I, I, I never in my life played a basketball game when you couldn't dribble. And I'm talking about, so when I was when I was out in, 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 in Haddonfield in middle school, you know, when you're a young talent, they always bring you over to high school for their camps or whatever. So Wiederman used to have us play full court basketball games with no dribbles, bro. Wiedemann, yeah, when I was in sixth, seventh, eighth grade, I used to he was always bring him up to the high school, and I used to work out with, nice. with the high school team. Nice. So now you talk about a, a middle school kid that's playing in a predominantly suburban neighborhood, and this is how they play basketball. So me wanting to do the AI crossovers, and all, man, it wasn't flying. See, but this is why I'm saying what I'm saying now. I'm making fun of it, but you you had natural gifts physically and mentally, but you had to go to Hattonfield for those gifts to flourish. But it, it, he had natural gifts. No. It, just, it, just, it just stuck there. It, so, Nobody so, brought them gifts totally out. That's so, what I'm trying to say. So, so what I, so what That's I, the problem. So the point that I need to really make is that it needs to be a, it needs to be a mixture, right? Because what, what, what Haddonfield yeah. also did to my game was it it, it made me uncomfortable yep. to the point where like, yo, I know I got this, but this is the right way to play. So now this is where my confidence issues was early in my high school career. But at least you got. At least you was afforded the opportunity to see different. And now you, as a grown that's man, fair. understand that, yeah, yeah, right? Do we necess- did we necessarily want to run a flex office in college? No. But it was beneficial to yeah. our development yeah. as a man, yeah. right? I'm not running flex office yeah, in my life, flex right? Yeah. But it shows you a, just a total different thing, right? Right. So um, we're gonna conclude with that. Um, again, uh, I, I want to end with I appreciate. Uh, this partnership, I think, um, I think we're gonna bounce off each other extremely well. Right. But, but most importantly, um, I want to end with saying we don't do enough partnerships. We don't do a, We don't trust each other enough with um, things we got going on in the black community. I, and, I, and I think that's a problem as well. We want to keep, 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 keep everything to ourselves um, and not trust each other's expertise. All right. Um, 
I'm not doing this with AP just because I like him. You know, he brings a skill set. Now, Wayne isn't on this show just because I like him. He brings a skill set, right? And I think um, we need to we need to navigate that a lot more in the black community, right? I ain't saying you need to just do things with any old body because, again, what I just said, I think everything in life is a partnership. Relationships with your girl, relationships and partnership, I think everything is just assets and liabilities, right? Um, but if you got an opportunity to do something with somebody and just um, do something great, go out there and do it. I mean, the, big, the biggest thing, I'm going to touch on this because I know we got a great go. The biggest thing is about being honest about who you are and what you bring to the team. can't do everything. I can't do everything. I cannot run an AAU program. You, you get what I'm saying? Because it takes away from what I actually really do really well. Business-wise and then development. How can I implement that into what he's already doing? That's how partnerships really work because we're supposed to be piggybacking off one another. You, you dig what I'm saying? So, I mean, I think, I think you're absolutely right. I would love to see a lot more of that within the black communities. Um, but it just starts with being honest and understanding how can you guys both fill a void in, in each other's uh, careers or uh, lifestyles, etc. What you think, guy? Uh, my son going to play hard defense. 